tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Nerd Overload. It's a show where we talk about all that geek stuff that you like. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, we have a bunch of news, but let's first get into some things we've been uh, checking out. Uh, homework doesn't count, I imagine. <laughs> homework doesn't count, yeah. unfortunately. No. I mean, it is something nerdy. Nerd. Yeah, something nerds do. <laughs> <laughs> homework. Yeah. Um, I can I can go into mine real quick. My week has been very much movie riff centric. First thing I did was I checked out the uh, riff tracks. Um, Samurai Cop, uh, live. Um, the you, really, you really love that bad movie. That's a. It's a great it bad a, movie. It's a great bad movie. Yeah, it's super bad. It's super terrible, but funny. And uh, they did one of those Fathom events where they live screen, stream it out to a bunch of different theaters. So I was able to make it down for that one. Uh, unfortunately, I missed like the first twenty minutes because work ran a little later than I thought. But <laughs> hey, you still watched it. But yeah. I've seen the movie enough. Yeah. That I didn't. I know I didn't miss much. And the riffs were on point. It was really bad. Um, for the folks who don't know what Samurai Cop is, it was this uh, really super ultra low budget. Um, really, action, really low budget. Yeah, action buddy cop movie, kind of, that was made in either the late 80s or early 90s. No one really knows for sure. It looks like it could be either. <laughs> it could be either one. And... This is the head on the piano. This one, is right? yeah. This yeah. is the one about you know. I want his head cut off. I want it put on my piano. <laughs> All this stuff. It's and not with the one with the band with orphans. That's no, no, movie. that's Miami Connection. Yeah. That is a great movie. <laughs> that one's fantastic. Yeah, also. that is a great movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, this is the one with the uh, the the guy who ha- started filming with long hair and by the end had to wear a ball cap with a wig underneath it because they told him he was done so he shaved his hair and then was like they said no we gotta pick up more <laughs> we got some reshoots. we got some reshoots no they weren't reshoots the movie was too short so they had to film a couple extra scenes to pad it out <laughs> to 90 minutes you know you got a good movie on your hands yeah no when you th- literally have to film padding for it yeah no this is the movie that the highest the biggest name star in it is robert zadar you know, that guy with the huge chin from all the Mystery Science Theater episodes. From Soul Taker, which he's, is one of yeah, my favorite he's Mystery in, Science Theater. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess he was in a couple of mainstream ones. He was the uh, Maniac Cop, <laughs> where he was a zombie killer cop. Good old Maniac Cop. Yeah, and I think he was one of the bad guys in Tango and Cash, I think. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but, God, the movie is terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's like it's like they trying to make a parody of, say, like, Lethal Weapon. But they're not parroting it. Oh, it's, it's not just a, bad. And that's the best way to get a bad movie is when you're completely a hundred percent sincere with it. Yeah. Like Evil Dead. Yeah. Unlike stuff like Shark uh, Sharknado, which is purposely bad, where they're purposely making a bad movie, you lose some of that fun. Yeah. It whereas, has to be genuine. Yeah, you have to genuinely be thinking you're making the room the next <laughs> the next big thing. Yeah, like the room. Exactly like yeah. the room. Oh, I hope not exactly like the room. <laughs> well, the way I explained this to a friend of mine was this was the room of buddy cop movies <laughs> and it it is yeah there are awkward sex scenes yeah there's like yeah really there's... awkward dialogue where they just like they use like they swear and it just sounds off 
there are conversations between two actors where it's clear that they are in completely separate locations <laughs> because all it is is headshot for one person, then headshot for another. And the background is com- totally, completely different. Um, I showed you guys Samurai Cop before, yeah. right? Yeah, we watched yeah, it. Do you we remember the, the uh, yarn lion? Yeah, that one scene, oh God, yeah. the mounted, the mounted uh, lion head that's just made out of yarn. It looks so bad in, that, in the background of that one scene. I was supposed to be in the background of like a really fancy restaurant, but it was <laughs> clearly the director's office. <laughs> oh um, God, it was terribly great. Riff tracks guys always nail it, and they yeah. did. They really nailed it. They they really nailed a lot of the jokes. I've been thinking about riff tracks in comparison to the new Mystery Science Theater mm-hmm. a lot. And I want to say maybe they're kind of funnier. I think they kind of are, too, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But you do lose something when you don't have the silhouette and the robots and the... A little bit. So it kind of, it evens out to be about the same yeah, in the end. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Rift Tracks guys' jokes hit a little little yeah. better. They know, they know the pacing a little better, which I think... Which I'll get to in my next thing here in a minute, but... Uh, but yeah, um, if you get a chance to check out the Rift Tracks, they always put out DVDs of the of their live stuff, so you can always check yeah. that out or you at can a later date. Go to their website and just buy, buy the it, streams the right yeah, there. Yeah, you can do that too. Sure. I mean, yeah, if you want to do it the easy way. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, there's a lot of their movies are on Amazon Prime too mm-hmm. now. Yeah, whatever they can't get the licensing for, uh, for the movie outright, they uh, sell the MP3, so you can sync it up with your own movie. Because they've done stuff like um, Twilight, and they've done man of steel yeah they've done some they've done some more recent movies mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's another thing that kind of is a plus in their column is yeah. that they're able to do whatever movie they want but not necessarily but some the, bad movie from the 50s yeah 60 yeah yeah but they're the professionals like they've done it for that's forever. been their entire career yeah yeah making yeah. fun of movies which yeah. is why mystery science theater the new one it still feels like they're feeling it out a little bit because they are they're, all these riffers are new <laughs> they're they're new but they have a lot of seasoned veterans in the writer's room behind them. Yeah. And they, because it's not live, they have the the luxury of being able to go back and redo takes if they don't hit the joke completely 100%. Which, again, they didn't do in the original series, but this new one, it's clear that that's what they kind of have done. It feels less organic. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about yeah, my next it. thing. Uh, I watched <laughs> the first um, seven episodes of the new Mystery Science Theater. There's 14 uh, you, new episodes. You're up. further in than I. Yeah, we, I've, I think, I'm about halfway through. How many have we watched? Three, maybe? three. I think three. Yeah. Yeah. Time Travelers was the last one. I oh, watched. Time Travelers is so boring. Oh, it, it <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, I I want to preface this by saying I really like the new Mystery Science Theater. It's it took me a little bit to get into it, but it's really kind of starting to hit the buttons for me again. Um, that's not to say that there aren't issues. And I'm going to be probably the unpopular guy for the week because Ooh. I'm going to have, yeah, yeah, because I'm going to have some opinions that, you know, maybe it's not the greatest thing on the planet Earth, you know? Um, well, at least you're not letting yourself ride the nostalgia wave. Yeah. You're yeah. actually looking I, at it critically. I've, that's what I've, that's what I try to do when I go into anything is I try to go into it critically and without a, um, preconceived bias for us yes. for or against it. Um, at least I really, really try to that first episode wasn't the best. <laughs> it was a little rough. They, they were hitting the, the jokes a little too fast. But... Yeah. They didn't give any of the jokes enough time to breathe. They just kind of ju- were just barreling through. I love that rap, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, that I rap. I love that. <laughs> yeah. 
that's the the highlight and the kind of the moment we were like, okay, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they built up the backstory a little more than, I don't know. They didn't, they either didn't do it enough. Or they didn't, or they did it too much. Or they did, yeah. It's it's not at the right point because there's, there's still things I want to know. Yeah. That I don't know if I'm ever going to get explained to me. Yeah. But then there's also stuff that I didn't need to know. But now I know. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of put the the emphasis on the on weird spots. Uh, something else. All of the celebrity cameos during the interstitials throw me right out of it. Like so far, we've seen um, Will Wheaton in the first episode. Um, <laughs> a couple episodes down the line, they bring in um, Neil Patrick Harris. He has a duet with Felicia Day. Um, but that sounds like fun. <laughs> it, but it takes you completely out of out of everything. There's uh, a Jerry Seinfeld where his shtick falls completely flat. Oh, no. Yeah, the whole the whole joke is it's it was a Mike it was almost like a Mike kind of joke thing where the um, Jerry Seinfeld was like this everything he does turns into like a million dollar idea. So it's um, uh, Felicia Day and Pat Oswalt throwing ideas for like money-making schemes at him. And he's going, no, see, this is what you got to do. This is, you do this, you do this, you do this. And that's how you get the great idea. Next one. Here we go. And it just completely like was not. I was kind of disappointed hit. by the Pearl Observer and yeah. Professor Bobo. I was, I was very, yeah, that was, that was kind of a bummer. Like you're not going to come down and like, you interact know? with them in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Although the observer didn't have his brain in it. Yeah. It was kind of, it's kind of freaky that the voice of, uh, Gypsy looks so much like Mary Jo Pell, <laughs> like the the clone of Pearl that they that they had in that one bit. That's the voice of Gypsy, <laughs> and yeah, looks almost like I thought it was. No, no, that's <laughs> that's a completely I, I different person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wee-wee. But uh, but no, the the uh, the episodes get better. I think by around episode four. I would say it really kind of started hitting for me. They slowed down on the jokes a little bit. Um, there were some jokes in Cry Wilderness that were really Cry good. Wilderness. That, that movie, movie made no garbage. Yeah, that movie makes no sense. And it's a lot, just a lot of animal footage. Yeah, spliced that's together. All, that's all it was. But when they walk in and the title's on screen and they go, "Well, if you say so," and they go, "Wilderness," and like, that is a yeah, mystery science a, a joke. That's a mystery yeah, joke for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I don't have a problem with the new voices. It took me a second to get used to Tom Servo's new voice. Yeah. Crow sounds almost Crow, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. It's kind of almost it's kind of hard to tell um Servo and Jonah apart a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, sometimes. Jonah's doing a fine job. He's yeah. you know. He's playing the the role like yeah. the same role as Mike and Joel, like it's the same kind of character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess part of the problem I have with it is it seems it seems a little polished. And by that, I mean, the original series had this kind of feeling of we stayed up until two o'clock the night before filming to throw something together. Kind of a last minute kind of thing. Uh, um, what's the saying? Um, um, necessity is the mother of invention, something like yes. that, where it, things are just kind of. Slap okay, dash. we're just going to do, and it's like we're no matter how the original series, no matter how big the show got, it was always filmed in like Minnesota. Yeah. And it had that kind of smaller town kind of roots where everything here is, you know, it's out in California. 
out in you know Los Angeles, and you have uh, actors, um, prop makers, and prop makers and stuff like that instead of just you know. Well, Got. I mean, I guess Jonah and, and uh, Patton are stand-up comedians. Oh, well, yeah. And Patton, Patton really is, fits. He fits in perfectly. He's so good. He, yeah. Yeah. He fits in probably the best out of every out of the entire cast, I believe. And yeah, we get a lot of that homemade kind of stuff, like the the intro sequence and the props and everything. The intro sequence but is really fantastic. It's <laughs> it's pretty neat, but it has like kind of like we've spent a lot of time making this purposely look kind of shoddy and that kind of comes through a little bit for me i know it's nitpicky it's really nitpicky i get it the intro song while it's very well done it also has that kind of almost professional feeling i like it though i think it sounds good it's it's fine i i kind of like ha- them having like a house band uh, yeah i love that yeah harmar superstar yeah I think is the name of the guy Their house band is very cool yeah but again it, it has that kind of it's a little too polished for it to be crappy janky, yeah. although, <laughs> but not, although I think that's kind of Kanga's deal. Yeah. It's like, if you, if you look into her backstory, like she's trying to capture that feeling of the original show and market it, but why do we need a backstory? Yeah. It's <laughs> another one of those things where like Joel thought too much about this and not about something else. Yeah. I, th- I think that's like, I want to know why the bots are there. Yeah. I, yeah, who knows why which, they showed which up. Which he said next season they'll get into that, but like, why not now? Why not now? It honestly would take two seconds. It would take one line. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. You don't need to show anything. You don't need to go into a, a super deep background of anything. This is why the Mystery Science Theater, the movie back in the 90s, didn't do so well. Why Joel, part of the reason why Joel had no part of it was because Joel wanted backstories for everyone. He wanted the movie to be about you know, just be on the ship and give a backstory, like a contained story of... Which kind of makes more sense than just making an episode of the show you have to go to a movie theater to watch. <laughs> yeah. Which is what they did. <laughs> Which is what they did. But I, <laughs> I like that it was... It's exactly what the show is, just... I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah. And it's a really good yeah. episode of the show. Like, one of the best episodes of the yeah. show. Well, yeah. Um, the only other thing that I kind of am having an issue with is... And I'm, again... I'm going to be the bad guy of this show. I'm going to have the internet mad at me. I don't think Felicia Day is the best fit for her role on the show. Oh, I don't know. I, I hear a mob outside with torches. Yeah, already. they're they're gathering already. I don't know. I thought she was fine. Like I don't have any complaints. I mean, she's she's fine. She's okay. But I don't. They could have done. They could have. They could have done a little better. I, I think, think maybe that they're not giving her enough to do that I've seen so far. Maybe. That could be that could be part of the problem, but to be fair, she was pregnant at the time. <laughs> well, true. Well, yeah, true. But it's still, I don't. I like her outfit, <laughs> <laughs> and I like the the bone bunny ears motif that they have. Oh yeah, going again on. the background and the background band and the and the the everything. That's that's kind of neat. None of this has made it to where I can't enjoy the series, and I'm having fun with it. It's honestly as good as you could expect it to be yeah yeah it's just i'm i'm seeing a lot of people online going this is the greatest season of mystery science theater we've ever seen in my entire life ever and if you have any kind of negative opinion about anything you are absolutely 100 percent wrong i don't see it that way i mean it's great but i mean it's not as good as some of the the prime episodes from back in the day but 
I really wasn't expecting that either. Yeah. Like, so far, there have been a lot of there have been a lot of really good jokes, but there's nothing that stood out quite like a Zap Rousedower or <laughs> a Puma Man. Yeah. <laughs> nothing is nothing has hit that yet, and uh, time might be part of that. That this show has been that those episodes have been around for ten plus years, where these are br- have been out less than a week. The the biggest breakout so far has been that song. Has yeah. been the uh, that every country has a monster. Yeah, song. I've been seeing that seeing that everywhere but i'm enjoying it it's fine it's not the best season of mystery science theater i've ever seen i have some issues but you're still enjoying it though i'm still yeah. enjoying it oh yeah i'm never i'm never not going to enjoy mystery science theater i, I love think, movie riffing i think as long as it keeps going it's only going to get better over time i agree yeah as while they as they kind of feel it out better i think um yeah now I will say I've seen a lot of people say that their least favorite episode so far is Star Crash, and I love Star Crash. That's the David <laughs> Hasselhoff space movie. Uh, and I, looked, I think I've seen parts of that movie. Yeah, they played it as a bad movie night one time. Oh, did they? They did. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, I think. Uh, but that movie is terrible, and I love that episode. And I looked at the writers for that episode. That's the episode that the uh, uh, at least. I caught Bill Corbett. I think they're all of the uh, riff tracks guys were part like came in to write jokes for that episode and they slowed down the jokes a little bit and they let the movie breathe a little bit and it hit really well for me. But you know, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Let's see. I put um, a couple hours into the full throttle remaster, the, uh, the remaster of LucasArts adventure game full throttle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. But it's hard for me to judge because I remember the solutions to every single puzzle in the game. Ah, uh, okay. Because as a child, I played it over and over and <laughs> over again. <laughs> so you're just kind of blazing through it? Oh, yeah. I'm halfway done, and I played it for maybe an hour and a half this morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it looks really good. Like, I can't say it's better or worse, though, because the pixel art is also really good. Like, it's nice that it's widescreen now, yeah. but... Like, the original has really, really great animation and pixel art, and it kind of gives it a grittier look, which suits the game because it's about future bikers. Ah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, the new animation looks really good, too, because it's crisper, and but it does make it look a little bit cartoonier, mm-hmm. which kind of goes against that future biker aesthetic. aesthetic. I want to say apocalypse, but not really. It's kind of just a desert. But ah, gotcha. <laughs> so, like... It's a, a road warrior kind of thing. Kind of, but it's a little more civilized than mm. Road Warrior. So Mad Max, where they actually had like a government and a system. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably closer to Mad Max. Gotcha. Um, I mean the story's still really great. And like honestly, the puzzles originally aren't terribly difficult either. Mm-hmm. It's mostly pretty obvious solutions as long as you can find the items you need. But I would I would highly recommend it if you haven't played it before. If you haven't played it before, you're in for a treat. <laughs> but if you have, you're gonna remember all the solutions because it's like I said, not a terribly difficult <laughs> puzzle game. Yeah, the music's fantastic too. Voice acting's great. It's got Mark Hamill in it. He's oh, the there bad you go. Guy, so. ah, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know. You were seeing a lot of the stuff for the first time, weren't you? Yeah. What do you think? It looked fine. I don't. You're not. Re- I'm not really into bikers. I'm not really either. But for some reason, I love this game. <laughs> so I didn't. It's fine. <laughs> that's, I a, like, that's a ringing endorsement, Samantha. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. I was playing it. I I think if you're up between 
full throttle remaster in Thimbleweed Park mm-hmm. for adventure games, definitely go Thimbleweed. Gotcha. Because it's actually a lot, game-wise, it's a lot better. Yeah. You know, graphically, not better, but it, it's a better adventure game if that's what you're looking for. Gotcha. See, I played, put some time into Flint Hook, which is the, it's the new game by uh, Tribute Games, the people that did Mercenary Kings ah. and Wizorb. So, so you're saying that this is not the game developer, this is just a tribute? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the game developer Tribute Games. Ah, see, <laughs> you, 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 you got to roll over my Tenacious D joke. <laughs> you just got to just trample right over it. Okay. All right. I and, see how it is. And it's, it's fantastic though. It's, okay. Space, pixel Space Pirate Binding of Isaac. Okay. Yeah. As a platformer mm-hmm. with a grappling hook and a time slowdown belt. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but you're, you're a space pirate who gets these bounties, and then you go, you go uh, raid pirate ships, space pirate ships mm-hmm. that are procedurally generated, um, like kind of mazes like Isaac levels are. Okay, cool. And you go in there, collect loot. You get perks that change your abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning, you have so many perk slots that you can slot to change your flint hook a little bit, and then you go through and you get loot and stuff. And each time you finish one of these ships, you get a gem for your... He has a little compass with a slime guy that lives in it, and you feed him so many gems, and then the compass slime guy can tell you where exactly the bounty is, mm. and then you go to that bounty and fight the boss. So there's still kind of a story along with it also being a roguelike gotcha. at the same time. Okay, cool. And it... it it's fantastic. It really is great. The animation is amazing. The pixel art's really good. And the the control is super tight and nice. Sounds cool. So if, if you're into roguelikes and if you like Binding of Isaac, you'll definitely like this, even though it's a platformer and not a Zelda knockoff. Gotcha. I have been playing a new indie title on the Switch called Wonder Boy The Dragon's Trap, which is, it's fun. Like I, uh, I didn't. I wasn't sure how I was if I was gonna get it or not. But I looked through a bunch of like the pictures and video and stuff. I was like, you know what? I really like the art style, and I'm intrigued by a, a full orchestra soundtrack. So yeah, it's it's an indie remake of the original Wonder Boy three. Yeah, it's kind of fun though because there's a button. If you hit a there's a button on the controller, and it will switch the game from the very charming, fun, hand drawn animation of the whole game to the to an old school looking eight bit. So and it's all it's all side scrolling platforming. Uh, it turns it back into the original game. Yeah, which oddly enough, full throttle can do that too by the press oh, of a button. Nice, <laughs> but yeah, um, not really any story to it. Just you are a adventurer or adventure girl, and you're a wonder boy or wonder girl, wonder gal, wonder gal. I can't say wonder girl. That's a it's a DC. It's a DC comic. Yeah, yeah. TM TM TM. <laughs> And uh, you just you're looking, you're going through these areas, finding the dragon room. Got a bunch of doors and pits and whatnot that go to all the kinds of different places, and you, it's really easy for me to get lost. It's it's like a Metroidvania, isn't it? Kinda, yeah, yeah. Those uh, are always good. <laughs> randomly, you'll find like a door to a shop where you can buy like a new sword or armor or something. But the hook of the game is when you fight a dragon and you beat it, you get cursed. And the curse turns you into different things. Mm. The first thing you get turned into is a lizard man who can't block, uh, but he has a ranged fireball that he spits. And then I've got the second curse now, where I'm a little mouse warrior guy, and I can walk on I can walk on walls basically 
for special blocks and stuff. Oh, cool. It actually sounds a lot like uh, the last Shantae game. The Yeah. I forget what it was called. Half Genie Hero. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm not sure if I can switch between curses or not yet. I haven't tried. I don't think so, maybe. I don't know. I need to play this game. It sounds very much up my alley. Oh, yeah. I the the music is the music is great the art style is fantastic the level designs is good the background art is amazing how much is it 25 it's a little steep but not bad yeah yeah it's right up there with like shovel knight yeah but no i've i've been playing i've been having a lot of fun with that because everything on the switch is expensive it's a little bit expensive Yeah. yeah yeah i will admit that yeah um it's what we get for being early adopters i guess yeah <laughs> yeah Plus, there's not really any games to play. <laughs> I still got to get Jackbox. Yeah, yeah, we need to do that. We need to do that and have a game night. Yeah, Ooh, for sure. It'd be fun. Yeah. It's perfect for the Switch. It's absolutely perfect for the Switch. I bet it is, yeah. Um, I played the new Overwatch update a little bit. Oh, cool. I haven't played it yet, so. Uh, you better get on it. Yeah, because it's going to go away, and that really sucks. <laughs> yeah. But the, the Horde mode's pretty cool. It's got two different versions you can play. You can play the storied version, where you can you only have certain heroes you can pick from, kind of like the Junkenstein thing. Or there's a mode where you play the same thing, but with any character you want to play with. The the non-canon, the what-if version. <laughs> the Maybe. dream match. Yeah. Dream match, yeah. <laughs> where, where everyone's just Bastion, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't make sense at all, because you're fighting Bastions. Some of them are Bastions, <laughs> yeah. yes. And there are also some... Uh, Orissa. Orissa's in there too. Or the original model that was Orissa or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, OR15. Yep. Uh, no, it's not bad. I had fun. I had a good team when I played through it. I was Reinhardt and I was basically just waiting for robot minions to line up and I would just pin them all. <laughs> nice. But you get a little story. You see some different costumes. It's Tracer's first mission since joining Overwatch. Hmm. Um, I love her little cadet outfit too. It's Yeah, really it's pretty good. cute. With her tiny hat. Yeah. Yep. You hear Reaper's non-edgelord Grim Reaper voice. <laughs> it actually sounds like a person. They call It's kind of weird for them to ca- call out Commander Morrison and not Soldier 76. Yeah. There is a skin where you get a Torbjorn without a beard, and it disturbs Ooh, me. Oh, that's Oof. weird. Oof. I do not like it. He's got, like, biker chops and, like, a big bulbous naked white chin. I'm like, Ugh. no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm fine with your beard being shorter and your prequel outfit but no not this no beard crap yeah, you your, gotta have a beard he is baseball a, cap he is a beard yeah <laughs> uh. i'm not a dwarf i'm swedish <laughs> uh. even though he looks like they just plucked a dwarf out of world of warcraft and, like, and also the kinda, same voice yeah. actor who voices the dwarves yeah. in warcraft molten core <laughs> yeah which is a raid in warcraft yeah <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's really all i've really done that and sewing, and I messed up what I was sewing. Oh, I got bummer. Mad. Bummer. What were you making? A bag. Oh, okay. And I messed up on, because I was trying to make a flat bottom bag, and I mm-hmm. messed out on the cutting and the sewing, and I was like, no. Ah, bummer. Flat bottom bags, they make the rock, rock and, and world, world go, go around. around. Pretty much. I think we just picked out our song for the week. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Uh, stay tuned. We'll get in some news after the break. MB Subculture Comics and Costumes is a proud sponsor of Nerd Overload. MB Subculture is hosting their second annual VHS Swap and Free Comic Book Day Saturday, May 6th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Also featuring guest artists and vendors, cosplay, tabletop gaming, and admission is free. MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. 
now at their new location, 1715 Marion Road, Bucyrus, on State Route 4, in the former Capitol Cinema and across from McDonald's, 419-562-0404 and online at subcultureoh.com. back that was fat bottom girls by queen it's a great song yeah they do make the rock and world go round. they sure do and we tr- transitioned so well into it <laughs> perfectly <laughs> we could yes. not play it at that point yeah so uh anyway let's get into a little bit of news here first up is the new uh teaser trailer for star wars episode eight the last jedi Woo! it's a star war again like every christmas now yeah Which hey is, I'm that's fine, fine. With it. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that it's the best present i could ever get yeah 
I find myself not getting as excited about it though now that it's just the thing that happens. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. Rogue One was it's still, amazing. Yeah. It's still a consistently good thing that happens. Yeah, they haven't messed it up yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they will. I well, I would certainly hope not. Yeah, I would rather have a Star Wars every year than a Call of Duty every year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about this trailer a little bit. Uh, I liked how it paralleled the uh, Episode Seven trailer a little bit, where um, the first shot of the uh, Episode Seven was Finn like popping on the screen really, Abruptly. really quickly and like yeah, oh yeah, breathing heavy. And then this one has Ray doing the same thing, but from the opposite side of the camera. Yeah, like, looking the opposite. I, way. I I noticed the parallels there mm-hmm. too, or mirroring, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think about it, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, it looks great yeah. for what we see. I lo- I really enjoy how we can get trailers for Star Wars and have them look great and not tell us a single thing about the plot. Yeah. Yes, it's not like that. What movie was that recently that did Spider Man? Spider Man. <laughs> it's not the Spider Man trailer. That's just the condensed version of the it's, entire film. It's just the movie. <laughs> yeah, you get the whole movie in that three minutes. Where this one. Yeah, there's Jedi stuff and there's space fight stuff. It's just a bunch of really cool visuals. Yeah, which is what the other trailers pretty much did. And honestly, the you know the episode seven you know trailer with all the trailers, you still didn't quite know exactly how the movie was going to go. This is the way trailers should be done. Oh Min- yeah, minimal dialogue. You get cool visuals and a release date. Yep. Yeah. Feed the hype. Yeah, that's all you need. Don't need an explanation. I don't need. What was that one movie that had the ending of the movie in the trailer? Uh, that quarantine movie. Quarantine. <laughs> uh, Ant Man had the final battle with, um, the, with uh, uh, Yellow Jacket. Yeah. On on the train, the toy yeah, train. The, 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 yeah. the best part of that fight scene. <laughs> the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. In the trailer. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Star Wars here. Well, yeah. Well, no, we can. We're talking yeah. about how trailers should and should no, not be true. done as, a, as an overarching thing. Because there's, honestly, not a lot to talk about with this trailer. No, like, it looks like Luke's having some emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and not just staring like he ate a bad sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finn's being a sleeping beauty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Finn's in some kind of coma. I mean, he did think, get wrecked at the end of the I last movie. Poe comes and kisses him awake. <laughs> you and half the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Can you imagine if they did? Seven e- <laughs> with seven Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> the seven I mean, Ewoks. it is Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder who's going to be piloting the Millennium Falcon because we see it in the trailer, and at the end of the last movie, no one really nope. had it. Well, Ray has I guess it. Yeah. Ray and Chewie have it. Oh, that's that's right. Ray and Chewie do have it. That's right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, never mind. Han it's probably Chewie. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of seemed like he was willing it to Ray a little bit. Yeah. Which that really messed me up because like the way like they played that out, it felt like they were gonna say that like Ray was the daughter of Han Solo. She still could be. I don't want her to be though. <laughs> well, I, no. I like the theory that she is a Kenobi granddaughter. I'm. That's what I'm banking on. I don't want that to be though because it's so obvious. Yeah. Oh, I saw um some Star Wars celebration thing, which that happened. That's where this all came from. Yeah. The big Star Wars convention. Mm-hmm. Which a buddy of mine went to, and I was super jealous. Oh, oh man! But uh, some panel from that or something put on their character names put last names on both Ray and Finn. Really? And it said Ray Kenobi, and Finn said Finn Windu. 
No. <laughs> Which oh, I, do, I don't think either one of those are legitimate. Well, Ray Kenobi might Ray be. Ray Kenobi but... might be. Man, if they make Finn... <laughs> if they make the... the... Yeah, the the mm. other person of color. Yeah, they make yeah. the new black guy related to one of the two one other of the two space other black, black guys. The only like, two other black people in space, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that would not be cool. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Hey, uh, Han Solo's wife was a person of color. Yeah. She's not in the movies. I don't no, know. but she is cannot. She is yeah, canon. I suppose she is canon. She's canon. Yeah, and also um, Poe's mom i think was a person of color too mm. in the uh the the fall of the empire comic what if ray is uh palpatine Ooh. ray palpatine ray palpatine or ray whatever assumed name palpatine used the palpatine family used to get away from that yeah kind of like a kind of like a hitler kind of thing <laughs> yeah well yeah, yeah no i'm serious like yeah hit, so yeah no yeah, yeah. yeah like hitler's that. nephew left germany and joined the united states army yeah, during World War Two. Yeah, um, but yeah, what if <laughs> Ray's manifestation of the Force is Palpatine, like trying to like reassert, like a weird Force ghost possession thing? Well, maybe not full on possession, but like trying to influence, influence or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, Although it's probably going to be Kenobi because when. In episode seven, when they had that scene where she touched the lightsaber, you hear you Ewan hear McGregor's Ewan voice. McGregor's voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yell Ray. So mm-hmm. yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I'm sure it'll be the cliffhanger climax to episode eight. We'll find probably. Out. Yeah. yeah. Also, this trailer seems a little darker. Well, it's the second movie in the series. Yeah, that's, so that's it will be always it, the way it goes. It'll be the Empire. The Empire is yeah. going to make a big jump forward in this. We're probably going to see... We, we didn't see any Kylo Ren other than his crushed mask, which makes me believe he see, is going to be coming back super hard. Well, you see him like behind his, like with his lightsaber with his big scar. Oh, yeah, stuff. you see that. Yeah, I From guess. what I've read, um, he has a new costume with a new helmet. Okay. Phasma has a new has a new costume. I'm glad Phasma's back because she didn't do Jack Diddley. In yeah, they like seven. really like lifted her up in the marketing for the for, for that movie. She was it, the Boba Fett. Of yeah, she, she was. The, yeah, she was yeah. really she looks, the. Looks really cool, but doesn't do anything. Did nothing <laughs> in that movie. Like Boba Fett, zero things. Boba Fett did more. Yeah, in a movie and a half. Yeah, than than Captain Phasma did. Speaking of Boba Fett, where was Benicio del Toro in all of this? Because he's supposed to be in it playing. A Fett descendant. Potentially. Potential Fett descendant. James Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Fett. <laughs> Robert Michael Fett. Boba Boba Fett Jr., but they call but he calls himself Robert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live in my dad's shadow. James but- Michael Fett. <laughs> uh. Uh. I don't know. I'm excited for it. Um, George Michael Fett. George Michael Fett. <laughs> you just see him walking with the Boba Fett helmet and the Charlie Brown sad music in the background. <laughs> and now I'm getting is like the scene in uh, Attack of the Clones when young Boba's got the helmet and he's just like pouting oh, after yeah. his dad got killed by a window. Oh, man. Oh, we didn't need Jango Fett. Yeah. We didn't need that backstory at all. No, we no, didn't. <laughs> no. But uh, I don't know. I have some theories. Oh, and the whole voiceover of Luke talking about how, you know, using the Force and everything, but the Jedi need to go away. Yeah, the Jedi are done. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, it harkens back to an old um, 
extended universe storyline where uh, Luke determines that the whole reason there is so much conflict is because of the separation of the light and the dark side. That you have to teach both sides. Yeah, yeah. you have to you have to find the balance, mm-hmm. which in the which in the the old EU novels was called the Gray Jedi or Gray Force users, where you you use the tools available. Which if you go back and look in Return of the Jedi, Luke did. Yeah, I mean he wasn't pure one side or another. I mean he tapped he tapped both sides. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's the angle that they pull with these. Oh, I'm sure. Kicking out all the EU stuff was the smartest thing they could have ever done. Because Kicking now, out, but then selectively picking yeah, up the pieces yeah. they want. They can take the good stuff out and mm-hmm. throw away all the extraneous garbage. Mm-hmm. Which there's a lot of. Because yeah. um, I, I as much as I love Star Wars and as much as I've read a lot of the EU books, they are some of like the most cliche, cheesy sci-fi writing ever. Well, no one had to adhere to anyone else's stuff that came before them. So there's a lot of contradictory. Yes, yes and no. Uh, so let's move on to other movie news. <laughs> so um, so I guess there's a new Aladdin live action movie coming. Because of course there Because is. of course there is. They're doing all of them. Yep. And Disney's going back and making live action remakes of... It's going to get real dark when they get to the fox and the hound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're making live action remakes whether it makes sense or not. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so... The question is, who's going to be the genie? And there's a rumor that the genie will be coming from uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> On the playground is where he spent most of his days. It's Will, it's Will Smith. It's Will Smith. Yeah, we're talking about Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. You know, the prince. The fresh prince. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea. I mean, I mean, what else is he doing? <laughs> you know who would Other be than bumping funny? his son's career up. Uh, yeah. Who would be kind of funny? Aziz. This isn't sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That would be it'd be a little funny. different, but I think it'd be funny. It would be funny. Sure. It'd be great. Oh, <laughs> though he's one of the, uh, he's one of the Donald nephews in, um, in the new DuckTales. Um, oh no, no, he's not. I'm thinking of, no, I'm thinking of the other guy from community. Oh, Danny Pudi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, how could a, you a, get those? <laughs> Shut up. Very different dudes. They are yeah. very different dudes. Yeah. Someone confused Kumail with. Aziz or something or someone else. Are, they are also very different. Very dudes. different. Yeah. <laughs> Either okay. Anyway. 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 Will Can Smith. Can we play like a really sarcastic genie? <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, Aladdin. Treat yourself. <laughs> I yeah. think going in a different direction with the genie is probably I the best pr- thing they could yeah, do. Yeah. Because you can't you, you can't match you know, yeah the energy yeah of Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. I don't think Will Smith's a good choice for this because and unless is Aladdin going to be played by uh Jaden Smith? Oh god. Oh, I hope is this, not. Is this gonna be um After Earth Two After Earth Two? Welcome to Agrabah. <laughs> Man, I used to really love Will Smith. Like the nineties Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like those movies I enjoy. He's kind of been off his game. He last really several has. Movies. Uh, I'll tell you, there's one reason for it, and it begins with S, and it ends in Ientology. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, claim, yeah, that's kind of many a good actor. That's kind of a thing, although he denies claims. He's, I think, super, super good friends with uh, Tom Cruise and has been seen on the Scientology yacht many a time, and... 
Well, I think for some people, like they don't yeah. qu- completely buy into all the weirdness, but it's more of a until they wake up one morning and go, "Oh God, I'm Scientologist." <laughs> yeah, they well, use it as a tax shelter. Mm. Probably, <laughs> it's more of a like a like a Hollywood status thing because they a lot of actors throw into this. Uh, no, a lot of a lot of them believe it. And well, that's and that's stupid. or say they believe it so they can use it as a tax shelter. Well, that yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, yeah. Now that we're on some Sea Org hit list. Oh, we're on the yes. Just by saying that, we are on the list. Yeah, that's right. So. I'm sure my I'm sure I've got plenty of thetans. We're just all jacked up with thetans. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just have not really been enjoying Will Smith, like for a long time. Actually. What was the last good Will Smith movie that's that we've seen? What was that one where? Oh, he... uh, Seven Pounds. That was a long time. That was ago. a long time ago. I know. <laughs> What was the one where he was a superhero, but Hitchcock? Not Hitchcock? Hitchcock was Hitch- awful. Hitch- yeah, Hitchcock's a terrible movie. It it Hitch- wasn't. I mean, it was bad. The first half was really good. But yeah. Once it got to the point where they their their secret immortal yeah, space where, gods, like maybe angels or some garbage. Yeah. Like it got yeah. it got really bad. It got really but bad. The, the beginning was good. Yeah, when he was a crappy superhero that was cleaning up his act. If they would have made that the entire movie, that would have been fine. Uh, it was Hancock. It's Hancock. Not Hitchcock. No, Hitch you're, you're was the one Hitch. where Hitch. Hitch. Hitch was the one where <laughs> he was a matchmaker. Uh, he was he was trying to get the King of Queens to <laughs> find a qu- his find queen. A, his queen of <laughs> queens. Queen of queens. Uh, let's see here. He did After Earth. That was an awful movie. He did uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Which, which, for all intents and purposes, he's probably one of the better yeah, parts of that movie. Yeah. He's pretty good in it. Let's see there. What was that dramatic movie where he was homeless? It was oh. him and his son. Because that was really good. I just yeah. can't. I'm blanking yeah, on the name. Yeah, I remember of it. him. Like it's. It was like a period film, wasn't it? It was uh, based on um, true events. Yeah, it was like set in the seventies, eighties, early eighties. Yeah, because yeah. I remember the brown suit thing. Mm-hmm. What was that movie? I refuse to look it up. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to be wrong on this. Yeah, I'm just going to let people scream at their their radios or podcast boxes yeah. what the name of this movie is. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the something of something. Oh, it's kind of got a grammatical yeah. error in the oh, title oh, oh, on pursuit purpose. Of happiness. Pursuit yes. of happiness. That's it. Yep, there it is. Good Boy, job. We really went around the long way on that one. Wowzer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fence inspector. I so, hope they don't cast a bunch of white people for this Aladdin movie. But they will. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, well, maybe we'll get the the uh, Prince of Persia thing again and get Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. That's who Aladdin should be. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, just a really tan white guy. What? <laughs> what's the, what's his fake prince name? I don't. Um, Prince Ali. Ali <laughs> Ababwa. Yeah. Yep, Prince Ali of Ababwa. Prince Ali. The, Jefferson. Yes, it is he. <laughs> Well, it's funny. If you go back and watch the movie, there are times Aladdin looks really white. Well, he's based oh, yeah. on Tom Cruise. Yeah. His looks are based on Tom Cruise. He mm. also has no nipples, and that's weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this movie, he should just have very prominent just nipples. very big, prominent nipples. <laughs> like like dinner plates. Yeah. <laughs> just make up for the lack of nipples in the original. Just find dinner. some actor whose nipples are the entirety of their chest. <laughs> this giant, like... Anyway, and they're pierced, and the weight of the piercing is just pulling, <laughs> pulling them down. Them down. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he gauges them out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, before we go too far into this gross hole. That too late. Yeah, before we have to cut this. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do some quick hits for some TV news. Yeah, we got um, cloak and nipple. I mean dagger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they have they released a uh, trailer for the cloak and dagger uh, show that's going to be on Freeform. The cloak and dagger is a Marvel um, superhero team. We've talked about. Before, We've talked about before. The trailer looks good. It looks good. It doesn't look very superhero-y. No, it looks kind of like a CW drama. It's a it's it's a CW teen drama about about angst and runaway kids that have superpowers. But it's oh, not the gets, runaways because when a it gets to thing. sweeps week, oh, someone's man, gonna manifest runaways. superpowers. Probably yeah. <laughs> all that's the all runaways. Yeah, that's still coming. That's gonna be on Hulu, I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I like the runaways. Beyond that, they also announced what the actual lineup for the New Warriors team is going to be for the New Warriors TV show starring Squirrel Girl. Fe- featuring Squirrel yeah, featuring Girl. Featuring Squirrel Girl yeah. starring Squirrel Girl. <laughs> so I have this list here. Let me pull it up here. Okay, so let's see how many of these people you guys know. Okay, Squirrel Girl. Makes, no, I've never yeah, heard never, of her. Never heard. Who? Yeah. Squirrel um, who? <laughs> we have Night Thrasher. Heard of him. Yeah. And it sounds like he's got some major insomnia problems. Yeah. He's basically Teenage Batman. Um, yeah. He skateboards at night. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, speedball. Yep. Has a heavy drug problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was featured very prominently in the Marvel Apes uh, yes. universe. Uh, his whole thing is he throws kinetic balls of kinetic energy. Well, he, he is it, kinetic energy. And he can bounce around. Yeah. Like and each a, time he bounces, he, he, he like collects more kinetic energy and can deal more damage yeah, he's mm-hmm. a super ball but they called him speedball yeah probably because they couldn't get the rights to call him super ball <laughs> also that name's kind of dumpy and dumb yeah <laughs> yep. um let's see we and have probably ricochet was already taken uh mike robe who is a um obscure ish character he was part of the uh, new warriors that capped off the uh, civil war one mm, book yeah when they all blew up when they all blew up um He's this big guy who can uh, communicate with uh, um, bacteria and can use it basically at, as like uh, a telekinetic kind of powers. Bacteria. It, it sounds like he could just make you real sick. Well, that too. It's going to yeah. make this potato salad real nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice pizza you got there. Be a shame if it grew hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Mr. Immortal, who was a Great Lakes Avenger character. Yep. Who... Um, yeah, as his name suggests, he is immortal. Uh, doesn't mean he can't die. Uh, he just comes, he just comes back after a while. <laughs> the whole th- the whole point of his character in uh, the uh, Great Lakes Avenger, like many the many many series, by the end of the first issue, Mister Immortal is dead, and he's not he's gone for the rest of the series <laughs> to eventually just come back at the beginning of the next one. That yeah. was kind of he's the joke. Skinny. Yeah, he's yeah, South he, Park's Kenny. He's years, Kenny. Years before that was the thing. He pretty but, much, but you yeah. literally watch him crawl out of his own grave. <laughs> yeah, at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead but he's of actually, being reborn over and over yeah, again, that's but Kenny's he's actual actually, thing. Yeah, and he's actually uh, one of the major characters in the new Great Lakes Avengers um, ongoing series, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Well, yeah, Squirrel Girl's out, so they got to fill it. They, they got to pad that roster. And then the last one is a character named Debris, which uh, is uh, another telekinetic. Chief and telekinetic power over cheese yeah Dibri, and not, i not Brie. don't know much about the character um they're making her uh lesbian on the show which okay okay um fine that's <sighs> that's where they're going to get that angle of storyline into the show they're gonna they're gonna have a big uh, news thing where they're like it's the first uh openly gay tv Ex- 
exactly superhero. That's, the, that's kind of the whole point. And then on the show, she's going to be like, maybe I like girls. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably, you know what? You probably nailed it. That's, yeah. That but, was very much the Yellow Ranger. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I think they're only doing this to this character because there is nothing about this character beyond that. She's maybe popped up in like maybe four issues of, again, the old new warriors that mm-hmm. ended up exploding. So her superpower is that she's a lesbian. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's kind of the point of this character. Um, Which is a shame, really. Yeah, it's a shame. I wish they would work it into like actual like, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, this is a good lineup. Six characters seems like a good team. Yeah. Team, yeah. I guess. Um and it's on Freeform, too. It's on Freeform. apparently where all these shows are going. I don't yep. know what There's, that's about. Yeah, they're, I think they're trying to combat the CW with their superhero lineup. Yeah. for yeah. That is more aimed toward maybe a slightly younger audience. Yeah. Well, Freeform's the same place that the show Pretty Little Liars is on. And a lot of People those other... People love that show. Yeah. And it's, it's got to watch it. I it's don't even know what it is. Teenage angsted drama in high school. Trying to solve a mystery that on goes through the entire series on who's blackmailing them. Yeah, it's like a. Bunch it's got like a like a, I know what you did last summer kind of thing. I thought that yeah. was Gossip Girl. No, that, well, that too. <laughs> but no, this is this is different. Yeah, it affects every like everybody in the whole show. Mm. I had a. <laughs> I used to work with a bunch of people that were watch that show all the time. I was gonna. Ask, I was wondering. Are they, they seem to know an awful lot about Pretty yeah. Little Liars? That's the only reason. Are I they know. like physically very small? No. I wish. No. So it's not like a borrower situation. That would be great. Oh, there's, there's a black mo- That's a blackmail situation, and also they're real tiny. <laughs> and very pretty. S- yeah. sitting, sitting around their, their button table. They're yeah. very, very attractive, very small people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get into our last topic here. We're kind of running a little short on time. Um, <coughs> so the NES Classic, that thing. It's gone. It's, it's gone. Dead. They're R.I.P. Not, they're not producing that any longer. Nope. It has been officially discontinued. So the four people that got one, yeah. consider yourself lucky because and the eight others that have been selling them on eBay for you know three hundred dollars, king's ransom. They there's been a report that um, they've been selling one every two minutes on eBay since the announcement that the <laughs> NES Classic. Um, there's still is one out. more big shipment that's going to go out. I guess I've yeah. heard, but after that, it's done yeah and it's, so buy two it's weird yeah. how they announced it they should have said well by the end of 2017 this product is going to be phased out that's the way they should have done it that would give people enough time to go out and get now that's like it's nintendo building a false like a false commodity i guess making it like well they were kind of super... doing that anyway with the really awful allocations well that, yeah. it seems like they never actually wanted to make it at all and just needed something to pad out that Christmas. They needed they a stopgap a... between, yeah, Wii U and, and when Switch. When the Switch came out. Yeah. Um, it's going to make me real mad when all of the games for the Nintendo Classic get put on the eShop for the Switch. And it's not for the 30 or 40 bucks for the bundle. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what they should do. They should instead, they should just put out a cart with all of the games from the NES, the NES Classic. NES Classic Edition. Yeah. That way you can just plug it into your Switch and play. But we don't. We still don't know what they're going to do with the virtual console. So we don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Along with that, there are rumors that a Super Nintendo Classic is going to be on the way. And Which, like, it makes sense at the same time it doesn't. Yeah. Like, if you didn't want to do the first one, which why do it the very second? much seems like you didn't. Yeah. Why, why do the Super Nintendo? Yeah, and those things are going to sell like... 
Oh, you'll never keep, see one it in keep, the wild. Oh. It, it keeps people talking about it. Yeah. it. It'll be more popular than the NES Classic oh, yeah. was because uh-huh. the Super Nintendo has way better games. Way better games. Oh, absolutely. It'll have to have, like, you know, Link to the Past, mm-hmm. Super Mario World. Yeah, I was going to say, what kind of games would you want to see on, on a Super Nintendo Classic? That's two of them. Yeah, yeah. Link <laughs> to the Past, Super Mario World. Super Mario World is probably, to this day, one of my favorite Mario games of all time. That and three. Mm-hmm. You'd have to put one, at least one of the Donkey Kong countries. If they could get the rights from Rare. No, they Rare. have the. They oh, have they have the rights, rights for those. Yeah, okay, they have this. They're okay. on the Wii U Virtual Console. Gotcha. A Metroid, Super Metroid. Oh yeah, Super Metroid definitely has to be there. Uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. How many do we get? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. If we're going by the same. Yeah. Star Fox. That's an interesting situation because they've never re-released the Super Nintendo Star Fox. Yeah. And nobody really is 100% sure why. They think it's maybe because of licensing or patent issues with the Super FX chip that was in it. Mm. Um, but nobody knows really for sure. Nintendo isn't saying. Yet, in the last Star Fox, they allowed you to pilot the the retro-style R-Wing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure that whatever is there has been cleared. Well, uh, I mean, that's different. Having a low-poly ship in that Star Fox is different than patents on the technology in a chip that powers the game yeah uh, that's the same it's the same way with another game that should be on there yoshi's island mm-hmm. that has the super uh, fx chip in it too and that's never been re-released yeah except for the game boy advance remake mm-hmm. which isn't quite as good gotcha so you, you the only way to play the original real yoshi's <laughs> island is to get the get the, the original one yeah yeah uh, it makes me wonder what kind of third-party games we would see on here. Like, I doubt we would see any Konami games. Well, I mean, they made they made a Bomberman on the Switch. Yeah, I'd love I, to see Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Contra Three, um, Castlevania Four. Mm-hmm. Although that's not a terribly good Castlevania game. Final Fantasy Three. <laughs> they gotta have at least one yeah, Final that's Fantasy. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I would. Is it three or six? The one in the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. What I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I would hope it would be three, three slash six. Um, but it could also be four. Yeah, I mean, which is also good. Square seems to love four mm-hmm. for some reason. They've done, they've done uh, two kind of sequels to it. Yeah, would we see any uh, Mega Man X games? I would, I would hope so. Yeah, or at least Mega Man Seven. Preferably the X games, because they're oh, better. Yeah. I love yeah. the X games. It's yeah. better than 7. Seven's kind of, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. I would almost guarantee that we would not see any version of Street Fighter because of the uh, Street Fighter um, 2 Ultimate. Yeah. Um, yeah that's coming I, out for the I, Switch. I, yeah, probably Because not. of that, we, yeah, we wouldn't see that. Final Fight would be nice. <laughs> Final Fight would be nice. I agree. Um, Chrono Trigger would be awesome, but I can't see him doing it. Yeah. It just seems too good to be true. I honestly can't see them doing a bunch of RPGs on on a system like this. Yeah. No, no, I would really love uh, Super Mario RPG. It's never gonna happen. No, <laughs> never. Yeah. Um, I just had one. Yeah. Darn it. And would we get thirty games, or would we have to get less because of the the memory power required well, constraints? And there's stuff? A, there's enough memory in the NES Classic to fit about six hundred actual ah, NES games. That's so. true. Yeah, <laughs> that's it had six hundred games. Yeah. Um. Maybe F Zero. Yeah, yeah, F Zero. That'd sure. be fun. Sure. And uh, although, if you got Mario Kart, do you need F Zero? They're different, though. It's apples and oranges. What other way would I be able to show you my moves? <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Also, Ooh. I love how easy it is to die in F Zero. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
though I never drove <laughs> I never drove Captain Falcon's car. I always hated it. I always drove the red one that looked uh, kind of pink. It was pink. That's Samurai yeah. Goro's car. <laughs> it, it is pink. It's pink. <laughs> I guess that would depend on the TV I was playing on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, oh, I just had one that was really I was good. always the Blue Falcon boy. Um, <laughs> shoot. Um, Kirby Superstar. The, yeah. The number one best Kirby game that there is. Uh, yeah. Although uh, Kirby 64, I really enjoyed. Man, I was hoping we'd get a Game Boy Classic before we got Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. I want a... a portable a fake portable game boy with 30 bun- games yeah yeah that'd be cool <laughs> it's all big and blocky like a game boy yeah mm-hmm. turn it on you get that ding earthbound yeah earthbound. Yeah. yeah yeah right Which I th- well i think now that they've kind of already re-released it twice they're more likely to actually uh, that's put true it the, yeah that's very true thing. yeah also nintendo doesn't have any other rpgs of their own to put on there yeah Anyway, we're hoping that this thing happens. Um, we'll never have one. <laughs> I'll never see see one. Oh, I'll get but... one. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and wrap things up here since it seems like we're just about at time. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Your exclusive source for pop and geek culture news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you got Facebook? Who am I kidding? Yes, you do. You can find us over at facebook.com forward slash nerd overload radio. Give us a like, you know, follow us. That'd be cool. Do something. Yeah. Don't just sit there. Click that that thumb. Just go to that page, start clicking everything. Just click everything you see. (laughs) Same with the website. Yeah. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. What would you like to see on the NES class or on the Super Nintendo Classic? Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'll forward it over to our friends at Nintendo we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> you can tweet at us, nerd underscore overload. You know, tell us what you'd like to see on the SNES Classic via Twitter. Yeah, do it. Why we'll, not? We'll retweet to Nintendo. Yep. Yeah. And we are also on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. I so. forgot to mention the YouTube. That's all right. I got you back. Get <laughs> you back, buddy. Uh, so go check us out over there. You can find all of our back episodes. Um, so yeah, anyway, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Yeah.